What is up, P7 family? Thank you so much for joining us for this P7 podcast. We're excited that you're here hanging out with us. The goal of this podcast is to, yes, inform you. We want to bring things that you can do in your P7 club to grow your P7 club or perhaps grow you as a leader. But ultimately, we want to inspire you through God's word because we know through his word and his spirit, we can be transformed. So grab a pen, grab some paper, or grab your phone and open up the notes section. Write some things down. We know that it's going to help you. Let's dive in. What is up, P7 family? Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us for our P7 podcast. We hope to inspire you and inform you. We want to help you grow as leaders grow your P7 clubs, but ultimately we want you to be better disciples of Jesus. And so one of the ways that we can make other disciples as we are becoming disciples of Jesus is to start Project 7 Bible Clubs. We don't believe that it's the only way to make disciples, but we do believe that P7 clubs is one of the most strategic and organized methods for starting uh, to make to make disciples in your school. So today, this is Seth Boyd here. I'm the National Director for Project 7 Bible Clubs, and I want to just talk to you about your P7 clubs and I want to talk about five signs of a healthy P7 club and five signs of an unhealthy P7 club. Let's get into it. Okay, so let's start by talking about the healthy P7 clubs. We want to start with the positive and we there we know there's lots of P7 clubs out there that are that are wildly successful that are healthy. The first sign of a healthy P7 club is very simply this. You're seeing spiritual growth. Now, obviously, you can't measure someone's spiritual growth, but you can gauge how people are responding and interacting. You can notice people making better choices in life. You can notice determination or perseverance, which is a quality that God is working out in those who call themselves followers of him. Nobody can argue that that growing in love is a part of God's agenda for each of us. So spiritual growth feeds curiosity curiosity feeds spiritual growth. You can notice your desire to learn. So you can also notice the influence that your P7 club is having on people. And so if your club, if you're noticing people that are asking great questions that are growing spiritually, maybe they haven't come to church yet, but maybe they're growing in conversation. This is a sign that your P7 club is healthy. Secondly, uh, a way that you can tell if you have a, a, a healthy P7 club, number two, you're seeing numerical growth. Now, let me just put this out there. As an organization, Project 7 Bible Clubs, we've never emphasized numbers as the indicator of how well is a, a club is doing. There could be a club of 100, and we'll, ex- we'll be, you know, uh, be super excited about that. We'll we'll uh, you know post that on our Instagram and we'll celebrate that. But that's not to say that that club is more healthy than the P7 club of five. All right, you could have a really really healthy club of uh, you know five people in your P7 club. You're discipling them. You're helping them to grow. And it's possible, if, if not structured well, a group of 100 uh, isn't seeing as much spiritual growth. So it's not a numbers game here. Uh, there could be you know, super unhealthy things happening in a club of 50 people. Um, but healthy clubs are always trying to reach out to people and pull others into friendship and into relationship with Jesus. We just can't get around it. We are called to make disciples. So P7 clubs should never have uh, a mindset of us for no more. There should never be that kind of mentality. Healthy clubs are always inviting people consistently. 
And so a sign of that, we're not uh, responsible for giving people you know, a spiritual growth. We're not responsible for giving someone the gift of, of God's spirit. We don't heal people, but we are responsible for planting seeds and watering the seeds that we plant. So I believe that a byproduct of healthy Christians leading a piece of a club is we're seeing numerical growth. Now, I'm not saying it's got to be 10 a week. I'm not saying it's got to be any, any number, but over time, there should be numerical growth. Number three, a sign of a healthy P7 club. People are excited to be there. So your club should be a place where people have fun. Yes, it's crazy. You can have fun and love Jesus. Uh, this should be, I, I believe Project 7 Bible Clubs should not just be a place where people are friendly, but a place where people can make friends. This is a place where there's hype, there's energy, there's joy in Jesus. Healthy clubs have students that are excited to be there. They, you know, it's a place where people can laugh, they can develop friendships, and meet people they can hang out with on the weekends. You know, this is not just a place where people come in for your your Wednesday morning P7 lesson and then we never talk to them until next Wednesday where we have uh, you know P7 again. People should be excited to be at P7. Number four, sign of a healthy P7 club is your club is involved outside of your club meeting. Healthy P7 clubs get involved in the lives of others somehow. <clears throat> Whether it's organizing a teacher appreciation day or a week, or participating in a community event where your club volunteers, or your, your club volunteers to clean up after an event. Healthy clubs get involved in each other's lives outside of P7. Uh, again, I'll say, I'll say it again, if the only time that you connect with the people in your P7 club is during your P7 club, you're missing out. Healthy clubs spend time with one another outside of your weekly meeting, and it should be a place where people aren't, again, just friendly, but they can make friends. They can serve the community together. They can get involved in the school somehow. Um, P7 clubs should be involved uh, in the lives of other people outside of your club meeting. Number five, sign of a healthy P7 club. There's a connection to the local church. A Project 7 Bible Club was never intended to be the final stop in someone's journey with Christ. Now, naturally, your P7 clubs will be in contact with, with other people that don't attend a church or they, don't, they attend different churches. P7 is a great opportunity to get someone plugged into your church if they don't have one. Invite someone to attend a midweek youth service with you. Invite them to attend a Sunday morning service with you or a weekend hangout or uh, you know, a youth event that's going on. Everyone, claim, everyone that claims faith should be connected to a local church. So it's time for our P7 clubs to be disciples and to make disciples. Now that's five signs of a healthy P7 club. And just like, just like churches, there are signs of healthy churches and unhealthy churches. Today we're talking about you know P7 clubs, uh, but there are some signs that we've come across that if a P7 club is doing these things, it's a little bit unhealthy. The first thing, the first sign of an unhealthy P7 club is very simply this. Number one, people come out of obligation, not because they want to. Never force people to come to your P7 club or make them feel bad if they didn't show up. If you notice, people seem like they, they look like they're in detention instead of P7, consider shaking some things up. 
you know, if they if they look like they'd rather be taking a math test and being at your P7 club, you gotta you gotta change something up. Invite someone else to speak. Host a game day with no agenda. Don't even have a lesson that day. Do something different. Um, hang out outside of P7. Organize a fundraiser together. Host a brainstorm. Uh, for everyone to talk about how P7 can improve. But if people are, seem to be coming out of obligation, it's not a healthy P7 club. You want people to want to be there. Number two, uh, a sign of an unhealthy P7 club, and everyone has experienced this, whether it's a youth service or a church service or, or a club meeting, everyone's experienced this in some way, shape, or form. Number two, unhealthy uh, a sign of an unhealthy P7 club. The beginning... And the end of P7 is always awkward turtles. All right. You, you know what I'm saying? People awkwardly walk into the room. It's all quiet. They're not sure if they're supposed to be there. You know, they're like, is this, uh, you know, is this P7? I'm not really sure. They're all like shifty eyed, you know, kind of like sit down like they're trying to figure out a way to dip out early already. Uh, P7 awkwardly starts. You teach your lesson and then you say, well, you're dismissed. And everyone silently, awkwardly walks out. Woof. No one likes that. Instead, try this. Have upbeat music playing as people enter. <laughs> Put it on your phone. You know, don't have to make it super loud so you can't hear someone talking. But have some, have some music playing in the background. Listen, there's a reason that elevators have what's called elevator music. So that people don't, strangers don't walk into the elevator and have to awkwardly stand there in silence. Uh, so music can help. Uh, that moment of people walking into the room just to just to have a you know connection right there talk to people as they come in the room ask engaging questions about their day you know hey how was that math test yesterday hey are, do you do you have your soccer game this Thursday get involved in people's lives uh, play a fun icebreaker or a game to get people moving uh, bring food food is an incredible way to get people first of all excited about being a p7. Uh, and if you don't have, you know, any money to do that, ask your youth pastor. Youth pastors are all millionaires, so they can they can afford to, you know, give you some some money for uh, <laughs> for donuts. Uh, I say that jokingly. I'm a youth pastor, and I'm not a millionaire. Uh, when P7 is done, throw on the music again. Talk to people about their week. Uh, don't make it really awkward and silent. So the beginning and the end of of P7, if it's awkward. Chances are it's an unhealthy P7 club and we got to, you know, change it and shake it up. Number three, sign of an unhealthy P7 club. Attendance is dropping consistently. Now, again, I was going to say this again. I want to be super clear. P7, we, we, we've never been a, a, about a numbers competition. This is not, is not a numbers game. However, numbers can play a role in identifying if there's a problem or a trend. For example, if your club averages 20 to, to 25 people, uh, on a weekly basis, and then all of a sudden you have five, or or maybe you're averaging eight to ten, and all of a sudden there's two. Ask the question: What happened? What's going on today? Um, maybe there's there's testing that you didn't know about, and that's the reason why someone couldn't be there. Or perhaps there's an issue that you need to handle. Or, or you know, for example, if all of a sudden there's rumors going about you know around about you that all of a sudden you you know are super hateful to other people and that's why half your club decided to not show up we well, got to deal with those those issues and so if there's a if there's a um, an issue or a situation that you need to handle handle it um, or if there's a, a an actual reason that someone's not there or you know you're looking at the trend and we used to have 25 and this week you know the following week we had 20 
two weeks ago we had 15 and then we had you know then we had 10 then we had eight then we had four ask yourself why if can if if uh, attendance is dropping consistently ask yourself why and even just get some feedback from people hey I, I know you used to come to p7 you don't anymore I'm just trying to make sure that we're doing the best job that we possibly can can you just help me understand you know how, why you don't come to p7 anymore and do that in, in a, a nice way not like awkward or making them feel bad but hey, I'm just trying to to you know do better at p7 maybe you'll understand that everyone doesn't like to come uh, to do your P7 because it's after school and but they would come if it was before school or vice versa so shake things up and try something new if attendance is dropping consistently here's a couple ideas have a P7 shirt day where everyone is walking you know around in their P7 shirts and it's like a you're you're walking billboards throughout the school if you wear your P7 shirt yeah people are gonna notice but if you have 20 people on the same day walking around school in your P7 shirt guess what people are gonna notice Encourage everyone in your in your P7 club to invite someone new for a guest day. Uh, another idea would, would be just consistently sending out reminders uh, via text the day before. Hey guys, just a reminder, P7's in the morning. Or if you have it, you know, after school. Hey guys, today is P7, just a reminder right after school. See, see you right there. Um, go out and invite people. If you have uh, P7 in the morning and there's people just roaming the halls, or even if it's after school, people just roaming the halls. Hey guys, come on to P7. We got free donuts or free pizza, whatever you do. Uh, just invite people, get people you know, to, to be there. Um, ask those that no longer attend P7 if there's something that, that you can do better and then fix any known issues. If there's a problem, maybe it's your leadership, maybe it's uh, whatever it is, find out how you can do better. Number four, uh, sign of an unhealthy P7 club, People aren't friends outside of your P7 club. I've said this a number of times in this podcast. I'm going to say it again. But P7 should be a place that isn't just friendly, but a place that people can make friends. If people aren't friends outside your P7 club, it's time to change the culture. As disciples of Jesus, we should be doing what we can to make disciples. It is impossible to make other disciples if you're not friendly and you're not friends with people. So if your school allows it, Sit with other P7 members during lunch. Volunteer somewhere together. Invite uh, P7 members to a game night at your house. Go get dinner with someone. Get coffee with someone. Check in on people throughout the week. You know, if you see them, you know, in your school, uh, in the hallways, don't like make weird eye contact and like be all shifty eyed and look the wrong way. Give them a big high five and be like, yeah, what's up, Kevin? Uh, keep an eye out for, for P7 people that you can hang out with throughout the week. And then do something fun as a group outside of school, whether that's going to your you know, school play together as a, as a club. Whatever it is, do something together so that you can actually be friends with people outside of P7. And then lastly, a sign of an unhealthy P7 club, there's no consistency. P7's canceled every other week. It's a different classroom every other week. There's, there's not a schedule of who's teaching. There's confusion about who's doing what. Inconsistency breeds frustration, and it causes people to lose. It causes people to lose trust in you as a leader. Flexibility, yes, it's crucial to have as a leader, but we shouldn't try to maintain consistency in areas that you know we can control. Uh, when it comes to, uh, I'm sorry, we should try to, to maintain consistency in areas that we can control. I said that wrong. Um, 
when it comes to having a weekly time, a weekly place, make sure that is consistent. If you can't be there, have someone else teach that day. If no one can be there, that's fine. You can cancel it. But try to have the most consistent uh, times and places that you can. Unless there's a strong reason to change, P7 should always meet on the same day, time, and location on a weekly basis. Also, maintain strong communication with the plans, uh, with people, with the plans if they're going to change. And then I said it earlier, I'll say it again. Develop a written schedule so that it's clear who's doing what throughout the month. We believe that there's incredible opportunities for students, whether it's middle school or high school, to lead a P7 club, to lead people to Jesus, um, and we have to do it well. If we are uh, inconsistent or we're uh, you know unorganized, we could uh, be the thing that separates other people from Jesus, and I'm terrified of that thought. And so I want to make sure that our P7 clubs are doing the best job they possibly can. So hopefully you're you're listening on this call on this uh, uh, call Zoom podcast, whatever it is. <laughs> we're doing so many things in in this year, um, but healthy P7 clubs should do a few things. And if you are an unhealthy P7 club, you're going to notice a few things. So. Always reach out to us if you have questions. Uh, You can email us uh, right on the website, or if you're on social media, you can shoot us a DM. We're always happy to help brainstorm if you have uh, concerns or frustrations or you're trying to work through a situation. Let us know. We're happy to help. Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this P7 podcast today. We hope that you feel inspired to unlock your faith, unleash truth, elevate Christ, and serve others in your home, in your church, in your community, in your school. Uh, If you want more information about Project 7 Bible Clubs, uh, visit p7clubs.com, and we've got incredible resources ready for you right there.